The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? One, two, three, four. It's the start of something beautiful. A small acquaintance has blossomed and ripened into a precious friendship. It feels like It's better, it's better with you My life It's better, it's better with you This is true It's better, it's better with two My life It's better with you Hey everybody, welcome to What's the Buzz, our Man vs. B podcast. I'm your Queen B, Travis McRoy. With me as always are my worker drones, Justin the, and Griffin McRoy. The fucking bone drone. The Buzz. bone drones. Mr. Drone. And Ms. We got we got Professor Honey over there. Oh uh, yeah, we got my sweet boys, my honey boys. Let me just say, guys, oh God, finally, finally, an old white straight dude comedian has had the courage to say that they liked comedy better when they could say whatever the fuck they wanted. Oh, Finally, thank you, Bean. You've done done it again, Bean. Let's, I, listen, I don't throw this word around a lot. Anyone who knows me knows that. But I'm just going to say it. Hero. Oh, right? wow. Right? To say, wow. I miss the time when I could fucking say anything and I didn't have to think about other people mm. or like what my audience thought. And so I'm so glad, finally, we have someone standing up for transgressive comedy yes. that challenges our ideas. So I can't wait to see yes. what kind of challenging the status quo man versus B man does. versus fucking, fucking man. Versus fucking B press junket is where Bean feels like he needs to take his stand and say, okay. uh, I yeah. might get, listen, this this one's gonna get me in hot water. It's yeah, I'll, I'll, man be the B friend. I'm gonna be the marketing rep for um Netflix. Okay, and, okay. And if you're Rowan. Okay. Yeah, I would love this. Uh, buzz, buzz. <laughs> Rowan, are you in? Uh, go, you go for Bean. So, <laughs> classic. And that is exactly the kind of magic we're hoping you can capture today in your interviews uh, about our project, Man versus B. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so I brought in, just so we can like kind of um, make sure we're on the same page, I've brought in, um, you know, uh, David Sims from The Atlantic. Oh, uh, we're good. Bros. Travis, you're David. Oh, hi, it's me, David Sims. Uh, so David has been kind enough to sort of do a, um, a, a sort of mock interview. If that's if we could try that. Oh uh, yeah, um, you don't. And, you're and not. You're just, you don't think I'm ready for the real deal? <laughs> I know you are. I know you are, Rowan. Uh, uh, oh, I just really want to keep it laser. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna start off with a real softball here, Rowan. Uh-huh. Um. What what is it that you think makes uh, Man versus B such a great comedy? Well, I was talking to my good friend Ricky Gervais the other day. Mm, okay, and I was talking to him about comedy. Yeah. Okay. So, what makes Man this versus B going, such wait, a great I comedy? Say, this is going. I was about to say so good, but like it, Ricky's actually been in a little bit of a. I mean, we love him over here at Netflix. Can't uh, get enough of him. Yeah, so I think, actually, it's all going fine so far. Yeah, no, right notes. <laughs> <laughs> no notes. Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> David, well, I've, so pre- I've prepared a statement. Oh, okay. <laughs> that doesn't normally happen in interviews, but yeah, go ahead, Rowan. It does seem to me that the job of comedy is to offend or have the potential to offend, and it can- I'm d- becoming Austrian. 
<laughs> well, you're very you're very transformative as an actor, Rowan. I've, I've always said that about you. So what did wait? So what did you say about the job of comedy? It's to make ang- people angry. And you say you can't punch down, but what if that's the closest thing to you? Well, hold on, um, Rowan. It's the so job much of, easier punch down. The job of comedy is to make people angry. Because of gravity. But that seems, Rowan, isn't the job of comedy to make people happy and laugh? Well, I was talking to my good friend, best friend, and then he was a groomsman at my wedding, Richard Gervais. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> and he, we were having a lot of laughs. We were watching a special. I was busting the fuck up at all of it. And it got me thinking. I should be able to tell a joke about anything I want with no repercussions whatsoever, Mr. Bean. Well, that's a, that seems like a big ask, bro. And, and I do also feel like, sorry, we're drifting away from the focus. Um, uh, the B is, it represents woke culture. Oh, what? Yeah. This is a scoop. So you're telling me that what the movie actually is is man versus woke culture. Kind of. But it okay. also but it's also like um getting older. Like it's okay. me versus getting older. And I wish and I could squish it and hit getting older with a big flamethrower and say if whatever. I could, David, I want I'm so sorry. To no, no, please. I, I we've very much I think lost. I think focus. what he I think what Sir Rowan is saying here. Is oh, that he got the knighthood. When you're fighting a bee, you can't really punch up or down because uh-huh. it's flying around so much that you're just punching oh, every no, which way in that and starting that's fires. That's not it at all. I'm s- and uh, <laughs> knocking over vases, I think, is another great scene. Oh, so it's like about. a literal, like, okay, the, it's a literal punching. Right, We've Rowan? Saved We've saved it. It's fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> That it seems to me the job of comedy is to offend or have potential well, to offend, and it no. cannot be drained of that potential. Every joke <laughs> has a victim. That's the definition Whoa. of every... Let, and let me make sure you get this quote, which is the most bonkers shit I've ever said, <laughs> or anyone really get it word for word. Okay. Every joke has a victim. That's uh-huh. the definition of a joke. No, whoa. Whoa, Rowan. Every joke has a victim? That's And, that's, that's and the rest of the quote that I didn't, I'm not going to say off the record is that jokes are like stabbings like that. Whoa, Rowan. Okay, Rowan, if I could just... I, I don't want to feed I'm Davis. ready to talk about my B film. No, no, no. Now we're going to talk about how you think the jo- the job of comedy is, is to, to hurt. offend people. It, not to entertain, is, not to like make yes. people feel better. So if look, we, at my if bo- we, look at my body. Uh-huh. It's very small. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with, com- yeah. with comedy. Uh-huh. I make her like a big weapon. <laughs> but wh- Sorry, Sir Rowan. If and I by may. me, I, I don't, not in this particular 10 episode long series, Man vs. <laughs> Uh, uh, Sir Rowan, if I may, even if you believe this bonkers thing about every joke has a victim, let's just take that beautiful metaphor. So, okay, you don't like the punching up, punching down thing. That's fine. Why do you want to victimize? Okay, in your logic, you want to vi- you think it's cool and fun <laughs> to victimize marginalized people. That is what you think God the purpose made of man me, versus God, B is. God made me a comedian. God made me a weapon. <laughs> uh huh. Look at my little. Look at my little body. Yeah, but it's hard not to look at it now that you've removed <laughs> so the robe. You've contorted it into that big bug eye face that you do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Um, so, but yeah. when Mitch Hedberg said, like, when you're standing in front of a fire exit during a fire, right, and he makes that whole joke about someone telling him to move because that's a fire exit, who's the victim in that joke? Well, it reminds me of a story my best friend Bill okay. Maher told me when I was okay. having dinner with him and Louis uh-huh. and Louis C.K. Oh, boy, okay. Is that... Um, can we get back to the B thing? Because I fall down a lot in this movie, and it hurts every time. 
And I want a little bit of credit for that. When you used a credit card to spread butter on toast, who was the victim there, Rowan? Just out of curiosity, who were you really sticking it to there? That wasn't a joke. That was a story. <laughs> that really happened. That was a story. I was, did you just do an impression of me to me? I did. Wild, Do it again. David, That I'm sorry, David. Hugely I have actually been rowing this whole time. He's Holy David. Crap. You do it better than I do. I'm, I'm transformative. And scene. The um, art must be separated from the artist in this case because it's- not, Griffin, I don't listen. think it needs to be. We're all rooting for the fucking bee. Oh, I, I see. hope that the last shot is we find out early on that his character, Trevor, so challenging, Trevor is allergic to bees. And I hope the last shot of episode 10 uh, at minute 100 collectively, he gets stabbed in the fucking eyeball and we see him and like every flash of memory comes back. And as he's dying, he's like, oh, I was really a piece of shit. And then he dies. That's what I'm rooting for. I just. I think that's probably He's the unlikely victim. to ha- I think it's unlikely to happen. The well, quotes You're this, assuming it's a comedy. The quotes that Mr. Bean says in his article are truly, truly, truly outrageous. First of all, he says, You've always got to kick up, really? What? No, that's I not don't a... think anyone says yeah, you gotta kick a little to cause a stir. What if there's someone extremely smug, arrogant, aggressive, self-satisfied who happens to be below in society? They're not all in houses yeah, of parliament. Yeah, like trans people. <laughs> Come Those, on, Rowan. Yeah. All arrogant. They're not all in houses of parliament or in monarchies. Thanks, Bean. Anyway, uh, this is- This is not hard. It's not. It's, it's not hard. Easy. Then the other people- God, it's like fucking- Then the other people in that community- that arrogant person at the top in that community is up from them. You don't just have fucking carte blanche, Rowan. They're not above you. Listen, I don't have anything to say here, but I just want to say this is about the most half-assed sort of condemnation of cancel culture that I have ever read. It, you can you can hear the trepidation in his quotes of like, um, it does, <laughs> it does seem to me that, uh... Anyway. It's like he got a call from like other old white dude comedians and they're like, hey, Rowan, buddy, we've noticed you're getting a lot of press for Man vs. B and you are of a certain age. And Mike's, your skin is Mike white. Is in your hand, Bean. Gonna need you to make a comment about cancel culture, uh, as is a requirement, it appears, for everyone who is a straight, white, cis dude of a certain age. You, and, got, uh, you gotta credit, I will say that, credit where credit's due. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> credit where credit's due. You have to be... So deep in the paint on this belief system <laughs> to have like had a newspaper in the last five years and just been like, I bet I could nail this Kobayashi Maru. Everybody get, stand back. Put, I got me in, this. put me in, coach. You're just not saying it right. Give me one I'm more li- I'm languishing. Christ. Thanks, so, Rowan. Yeah. It's given us, it's given us, I would say, a lot to think about, Beans. Is it that hard to to say, yeah, you're right, I fucked up, shouldn't have made that joke, I'll do better. I don't even think, I don't even think think he said it. I think he's saying other people say, he's looking around, he sees the way the wind's blowing, he wonders when is spreading butter on toast with a fucking credit card going to be problematic. And we don't know, and he doesn't know. He doesn't know, that's the sword of Damocles swinging over his head. So let's... Let's begin the show. Yeah, it's an advice show, as you know. Here's some um, advice. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I know. Travis, please. Everyone's opinion is incredible. And <laughs> Travis, now, yeah. which way? Think about the small body. Mm. Which way are you punching? Because you're a bigger guy. You're a bigger you're guy punching. than Rowan. Oh, Mr. you're saying Bain. physically. Oh, yes. Okay, physically. Uh, that's what it's meant the whole time. Oh. This that's is why, why we... everybody's always fucking ripping on Tom Hanks. Yeah. Because he's and it's, so tall and so, so broad. Big. And it's why all, we have to make our comedy so weak. 
Because of our huge fucking bodies. Yeah, and our big ripped muscles. We should stop working out so we can make fun of more people. That's why Tom Hanks is nice to everybody. It's because he's so worried he'll notice whip that they're their he's fucking tall. ass <laughs> yeah. apart. And one v one me, Tom. One day, Tom is gonna get mad, right? And he's gonna rip off his suit that he always wears, and yeah. underneath is just gonna be huge, glistening Big fucking muscles. Muscles, and everyone's gonna be like, "We had no idea." And he's like, "Why'd you think I was so nice? Not now." And then he's just gonna punch through everyone's yeah. faces. You look it, at his eye. You look at his eyes. They're the deadest eyes you've the ever seen. The deadest eyes, because time, all the life, life has drained down to his huge fists. <laughs> okay. This is an advice show. Oh, real quick, thanks to everybody who came out to our shows in uh, Boston and Mashantucket, Connecticut. You all were really, it was a really fun time. Especially to like the Platinum Rewards members or whatever at Foxwoods Casino. Oh, who can just, we just real quick? Let's who real just quick, wandered real in because they got free tickets if you're in their VIP program. So they're like, oh, show's coming on. And they came in. And a special shout out to the lady who then went to buy a poster and said to the merch person, like, I hated the show but I will buy a poster. And when asked why, the response was, I like that one's purple hair. That's so good. That's good. Hey, thank so, you. Uh, hey, thanks. That money still folds. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, thanks to y'all that can't. Like, they took a flyer on it. It's not for everybody, but they were like, you know what? I got a few minutes till the buffet opens. I'm just going to duck in on the macaroons real quick, see what these cats are up to. Anyway. Thanks for coming. It's got to be a wild one to walk into, but good, good, good on you. And thanks to everybody. Y'all look great. And um, if you want to see us, we're doing some more shows in July and in November, and maybe some others. Keep it locked. Uh, okay. Something I've been gun doing is painting on my front porch. I'm not very good, but I enjoy it just for sitting in the sun, letting my mind wander. However, one of my neighbors has seen me doing this several times, and every time tells me I should put my art in the local museum. The thing is, she has never actually seen my work, and she doesn't seem to be joking. In fact, she's begun asking me if I've sent my work to the gallery yet, and when I say no, she seems annoyed. How do I reclaim the contentment of painting on my porch? That's from Porch Picasso in Hamilton, Ontario. Art is, if we've learned anything today, subjective. Yeah. And so I bet, right, the right agent, the right, uh, I don't know, dealer, could sell your painting without anyone ever seeing it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I it's can about tell you confidence. How, I can tell you exactly how. And this is why I think I would be a great art agent. Okay. You hand me your painting. Maybe it looks good. Maybe it looks like a dog shit. But I take like it. Like a litter? Like a, like a painting of dog shit? I take it to shit? a rich guy and I say, check this art out. And they say, oh, that's uh, in interesting. I say, yes, uh, $50,000. And they say, Whoa. why? And I say, well, the elephant did paint it with his trunk. Oh, well, I'd it's, love to meet the artist. It's a, you can't, he's too big. He's so okay. big, you, you, it's hard to get in places. I'll um, go to him. He's very territorial. His tusks are so sharp. Um, but look at this and it's like, it transcends the the elephant experience. Human no, yeah, experience. it's really great. I'm just kind of into penguin art right now. Oh well, let me see if I have any penguin art. Oh, here's one right here. It That's looks very same. It looks yeah. similar, I know, but a penguin did this one. He's friends with the elephant. No and way. So, yeah, he did plagiarize. I'll tell you what I'd <laughs> love is if you could get a collab going between the two of them. Oh, hold on. Uh, here's that. Here's that okay. exact thing. Yeah. I'll take it. How much that, did you this, say? Well, this one's 100000 because it was the collab between the ping, penguin and the elephant. And so I have, to, I have to penny. pay them independently. Can I trade you this cut. painting that was done by a tiger? What if the painting is of the neighbor? Oh, wow. Wait. And they're like, did you send it in yet? And you're like, I have not even begun to capture... A tenth of a million of the light in my subject's eyes. Oh. And then you spin it around and it's them. <laughs> yeah. And they're holding hands with the Joker. And the yeah. Joker's Hell in yeah. it and they're in it. Fuck Hell yeah, dude. Like, I love this. Even, which I'm Joker? Still, which Joker? What? Which Joker? Come on. The funniest Joker. Uh, the only Joker I would say, by the way, that's ever been funny, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Oh, you don't think. <laughs> it's the only funny Joker. The, you don't think the Joker ja that's out of, out of time and out of universe. <laughs> Jared Leto's very good. He's too. a funny, yeah, funny, so funny transgressive. Man. Hey, is guys. there anything funnier than the fact that everybody was clowning so hard at Morbius that Sony was like, 
They love it. Let's put Morbius back in theaters. And they had Leto up there on TikTok like, it's Morbin time. Go see Morbius in theaters, baby. It's so funny, right? And then nobody went and saw Morbius in theaters well, the second Griffin, time. what happened, as I understand it, it's peak is that Morbius. Morbin time was a viral joke. And Jared Leto saw it and was like, yeah. ah, yeah, and announced we're making Morbius 2. And then Sony had to be like, uh, there are no plans to make Morbius 2. That's so Morbius. That's so Morbius. Did we do I a Morbius, Morbius watch? Morbius. I think we oh, did do a Morbius. We were ahead of the curve on that one. Okay, good. Um, you need to show them the art. And yeah. you will be able to micro-expression judge whether or not they still believe it belongs in a museum or not. And it's going to be tough because they're going to say like, oh, yeah, that is, that is perfection. That is poignant. But they're going to make a face when they first see it. Like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. That can't go in a museum. Oh, damn. Uh, and you, you will know from that, I think. The next time they ask if it's in a gallery, just say yes. Just say yes. They'll be happy. The it next time you fleeting. see... The next time you look in their window and see them cooking in the kitchen, start pounding on their door, and when they run to answer it, be like, did you send that pie to the pie contest? Just so like they know what it's like when every single thing you do has to be adjudicated on the very highest level possible. In this case, a pie contest. Or did you submit your painting to a pie contest? What? Why aren't there pie painting eating contests? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I would love to watch. I love watching uh, YouTube art restoration videos, but they would be triple improved after sort of dehydrating the work and repairing the the framework for the canvas and retacking it and to, you know doing a you know very conservative touch ups here and there. And then they got out a big yummy plate and a knife and fork and they tucked in mm -hmm. a bib and just went to town on it and got pretty well, sick. I'm guessing. Or what if it was like, uh, what's it called? You guys are both video game nerds. When it's like an unbalanced, uh, like PVP, what's that called? When it's like one versus four or something? Asymmetrical. Asymmetrical, where okay. one person is trying to restore the painting while someone else is trying to eat it. I see. And it's like yeah. a race to see how much of it can get eaten before it's before finished restoring it and how, quickly, it. how well you can restore it That's while good. it's getting eaten. That sounds good to me. I would watch the fuck out of that. And also the floor is lava. Can we approach the wizard? Yes. Yeah, let's go. Supplicate yourselves, haters, as we learn all about this one. Some a lot of people sent this in. Thank you. It's it is it it's how to be a bro. I've done that. I have I have a bro, I have siblings. This is different. Oh. They mean it in like the Okay. um, you know, Barney Simpson. Oh, okay. Is that him? Not like the dinosaur. Yeah, Barney, yeah. Barney Sampson. Barney Brom Sampson from uh, how, I, how I Did Meet Your Mom. And so we are going to start here with method one, being a good bro. Live by a bro code. Every bro's got to have a code. It's the thing that unites and binds and solidifies the concept of the bro, separating bro from the common beasts and squirrels of the world. Whoa. Your bro, your bro beasts code is- and squirrels, you say. Your bro code is up to you and your bros as well as the punishments for transgressing, but a few rules are generally universal when it comes to bros. Never mess with your bro's date sister or mother. Always have a bro's back. Always take wingman responsibilities seriously. Bros won't make other bros look bad in front of girls. Bros don't let bros drive drunk. That last Wait, one I don't think is typically in there. But it's the best one. It's awesome, right? It's a good, it's, I there guess should the be more like that, one. like bros help bros make smart fiscal investments. Yeah, right? bros, bros yeah. let other bros know when they should be bros, moisturizing. Bros don't let other bros lease because you're honestly just throwing your money. Yeah, right bros help ass. other bros remember to start preparing their taxes in like February. Don't wait till the last minute. Find your neighbors and build up a bro-munity. Bros, oh, fuck, I need to pay my taxes. Bros yeah. got, <laughs> oh, man, fuck, Travis, fuck. we were derelict, dereliction of bro duties on that. We gotta oh, watch man. out yeah, for you guys our bros. Gotta remember, Murray, his fiduciary health. God dang. I um, like. I love fiduciary. Fiduciary. <laughs> I love nothing. Fiduciary. More like. Yeah. I love nothing more than the concept of like going door to door in your neighborhood and be like, "Hey, how's it going? I'm looking to put together <laughs> a close knit group of bros. Um, 
Is that something you or anyone in this house would be interested in? It's Grecian, if that helps. It's like Greece bros. Yeah. Like from Greece times. Not like Romans. We're not Bromans, okay? We're not Bromans. We're just broing out with other in a Grecian fashion. Right now weird here. It's just right now it's just me and Zach, and we hang out in a little chamber we call the Barfatorium. So uh surround yourself with other brosifs, bras, and brosiers. Brose, broses, brosiers, brosiers. <laughs> yeah, I wear it. It's just to give me a little shape up there. It's a brosier. Learn, Wait, love it. Hey, Learn. bros don't body shame other bros, bro. Yeah, bro, that's true. It's a brosier. I love it, man. You look good, and I love your confidence. I love it, how it makes you feel. Learn the proper bro shake. When two bros meet, they don't shake hands like a couple of preachers, and they certainly don't hug. What? Bros don't hug guys or give each other preacher shakes. They bro shake. They just gently touch dicks. <laughs> it's a combination <laughs> hug. They just, they just give a feather soft kiss yes. on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> just butterfly kiss. But broderfly kiss. But butterfly. Broderfly kisses. Broderfly kisses. Butterfly right. kisses. When it's... my bro gets here. <laughs> Gonna drink a hundred thousand cases of beer. They yeah. gonna talk about our feelings, but we will never hug. Then he tries to drive home, but I won't let him cause he's drunk. They bro shake. It's like a combination hug, high five, and arm wrestling match. In other words, perfect for bros. They love all that. And then stuff. you share a bro to visualize shake. that. Is that the thing where they're like, bro? And then their two hands like clasp in an arm wrestling fashion and, and they they're just like pulling it back and forth like big yes. bodies together. Yeah, and touch this. I just don't understand. Why can't bros hug? It's so weird. They hug in, like, they hug in band of brothers. Well, you can hug. Justin, sorry. You can hug. You got to do handshake into hug, pat, pat, break. Handshake into hug, pat, pat, break. That's for bros. That's for bros. I mean, you got the Christian side hug. And you can do a Christian side hug, but no hugs before bro marriage. It actually says, the next step says, abandon your faith in Christ, only have faith (laughs) in your brothers. But do keep your grades up. Keep your grades up, it says. (laughs) Bros Um, help other bros cram for tests. I'm going to skip around here. Say what you mean. The world is full of too many complicated things. Conversing with your bros shouldn't be one of them. You should have open bromunication. Um, if you're pissed that your bro borrowed your car and didn't fill it up, say, dude, next time fill it up. Word. If if you're upset that your bro borrowed your copy of Iron Giant and didn't rewind it before giving it back, because you still believe in VHS. That's another thing about bros. Fucking love VHS. Hate DVDs. Yeah, they hate DVDs. Hate DVDs. Hate, they hate digital media. They like to have a collection, a bro-lection, if you will, that they can show other bros. That's mm-hmm. very important. Uh, always be rallying. Just like Joe Montana in the Super Bowl. I don't under... Andretti at the Indy 500. He drives. Or wow. Michael Jordan in the playoffs. I know that one. Good bros can't stop and won't stop. Whether you're partying, working out, or plugging through another round of Madden on Xbox, because bros Jesus. are not Sony phonies. But a that's bro- a shame. That's a, a shame because brony is... Well, that's a different thing, isn't it? It's a different thing. Now, um, Griffin, it's mm. possible that I'm now starting to suspect, reading between the lines here, that this article was written by someone uh, a lot like us because all of their sports memories and references yeah. are at least 20 years old. There's no way that the person who wrote this is an actual bro. Because no, the next, there's no way at all. The, when you next, reference Joe Montana in the Super Bowl? Yeah, like, oh, it, gets, it gets so much better. Find bro inspirations. The image for this one is pretty good. It's just two boys looking at a big blow up of a cover of Men's Journal featuring Ryan Lochte and Michael Phelps. This is awesome for me. Every bro should have some famous bros to look up to, swipe lingo from, and in general idolize as the pinnacles of brodom. Some classics of bros include Ryan Lochte and Michael Phelps. (laughs) Guys, one time I got kicked in the brodom. (laughs) It hurts so bad. bad. Uh, Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel, uh, Derek Jeter, and Chad Johnson. On new line, Will Smith, Channing Tatum, Matthew McConaughey. Do they hang? I don't. Gotta, gotta hang. I now, I could hang. see McConaughey and Tatum because yeah. they were in the dancing movies together. I could see that one. They're yeah. making the Danzig movie together. They're making the Danzig movie. They're making the Danzig movie together, of course. 
Um, and I believe I believe Tatum is running as McConaughey's uh, vice uh, governor. Yeah. Um, assistant governor. If the, I remember correctly, bro, Brovener, excuse me. The next one is the bros from Epic Mealtime. And then finally, just to wrap it all up, and I would love to be a fly in this fucking wall of the room that these boys are in. Dane Cook, Jim Belushi, and Joe Rogan. What's that hang out? What is it? I'm going to open the door. Irk. What's that smell? <laughs> what, is this, so what is the smell in this room, Dame Jim and Joe? What have you all been doing in here, Dame Jim and Joe? Who are your guys like bro idols? Who do you look up to when you're like you're hanging out with your bros and you're like, this is who I want to be like? Oh man, fucking Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking Jimmy Carter. Those two bros, they love hanging out. Love to hang out. Fucking David Copperfield. Fucking Homer Simpson. Yeah, bro, Homer Simpson. Fucking Jesus Christ. And Bronan O'Brien. So that's that's that part. And try to make every, guys try to make every day epic. A bro huh, is just like that's a regular, nice. Bro's just like a regular dude, except more exciting. You gotta be in constant search of that next epic moment, tweaking every situation to make it just a little more perfect. Now I will say I have been in many a bar and location where bros have come in. And there is, I don't know that the word I would use is excitement, but there is a definite, oh no, kind of feeling. There is a what's about to happen now kind of feeling. Is that excitement? Is that, or is it fight or flight? Well, let me give you some great examples here, Travis. And these are just normal things I would suggest everybody does. Don't go out to dinner with your bros, but make epic eating occasions. Seek out 72 ounce steak eating challenges or spicy food eating challenges to make it competitive. Never let the loser live it down. Bro. Wait, did you start off with don't go out to eat with your bros? Don't go out to dinner with your bros, but make epic eating occasions. Don't. No, wait. No. What? Let me go. Don't go to class. Don't keep. This is this is unprecedented. Don't keep your grades up. Don't go to class. Seek out epic new ways of integrating information. uh, Griffin, you're misreading it. It must be. This is what it says. Research. Griffin, you've been handed a knockoff WikiHow article. This cannot be. This is from Sticky How. Get out of here. Hey, Griffin, Um, I just want to jump back real quick. When they say don't go out to dinner with your bros, but do like plan like seventy two. Is it like? There's this 72-ounce steak eating challenge. I would love to do that with you sometime, but we can't make plans to do it. No, but if we have... both end up there, It's just cool. a spontaneous thing. Um, don't go to class. Seek out epic new ways of integrating information. Research optimum workout routines to maximize your learning retention and record lectures on your iPod while you multitask in the lecture hall. What? Um, work out in the lecture hall? Make what? your presence in class epic by answering questions, arguing with the prof, and making your presence known. Hey, prof. Now, this this seems like this Get is now back, man. headed towards how to be a, like a totally ripped uh, like figure in a God's Not Dead movie. Yes. But if totally God's ripped- Not Dead, how do you explain these gains? Yeah. <laughs> I've been worshiping at the Iron Temple and well, at the Southern have- Baptist Church down the street. Do we have the fortitude <laughs> as an organization to release a t-shirt which reads, if God's not dead, how do you explain these games? <laughs> I'm also realizing that the not in there makes that wildly confusing. <laughs> if God's not dead, how do you explain these games? <laughs> now it makes it seem like these games are a crime against God, so if God's not dead, if God was dead, the only way I could have these gains is if a living God, God is dead. <laughs> How would a living God acquiesce to a challenge of his power? He would have like, put a stop to this. <laughs> you see these fucking gains? My eyes on the throne in heaven. God is dead. I killed him. God, I punched up way, way up. <laughs> I got him, guys. I punched up so hard, I got him. Uh, <laughs> Got him.
Not you know what? Whenever I say that, and we don't actually make the shirt, someone else makes the shirt. And we'll have to make it. Now. Oh, I don't think we can make that shirt. It's fellows. probably best if we let that one. I'm go. gonna yeah. just tell McKay to start working on it right now. Don't McKay, please don't. Uh, McKay, don't. Do there's it, a lot but... of fashion ones of how you can be like an athletic gear bro or a gentleman bro. My favorite is oh. the, my favorite's the motocross. A bro. gentleman bro always leaves his calling card at the scene of a crime. Try out the motocross. Cross bro, gearhead, metal listening, SoCal bros have their own style and vibe all together. You can see these sorts of bros at the Vans Warped Tour or at the skate park. Typically, they'll be decked out in the following attire, long dickies, shorts, skate shoes like Vans or Airwalk, flat brim hats, black socks pulled all the way up. These Tell me more of, about their long dickies, Griffin. It sounds like ska bro more than anything, which is I not love included that. here. Um, and then the last part is like, we want you to, this is to keep your grades up of it and it's called avoiding stereotypes and includes tips such as drink responsibly treat women respectfully eat a yes. well-balanced diet and drive responsibly i mean yeah all good sure fine but that yes. just seems like human There's responsibility re- they didn't start the article with this section for a reason because they wanted you to have like a lot of fun and like think about all the epic times yeah, that you can have with your brother yeah. yeah yeah eating a big steak and then the spiciest food ever to give you some sort of new scientifically advanced machoria uh, that would be uh, something that we could write about in medical journals. Um, this Friend, is all the bros always carry tums for their bros with with soft tummies. I want to circle back to try to make everyday epic because there's a bit I didn't read, which is don't go on dates, go on adventures, dinner and a movie. Wow. That's for regular dudes. Take the cutie from econ whitewater rafting, or ask the hot barista at your favorite coffee shop to go to a Ooh. metal concert tonight. No. Take your no. semi-serious date to the racquetball court and see what you're made of. What does that hey. mean? Hey, never ask anyone out and tell them that it's a semi-serious date. This they is will leave. Serious. Don't get weird. Don't get weird. You can but... tell them it's a semi-charmed kind of date. It's fifteen. But that's love. a different thing. Fifteen love. I love you. What? What? Nothing. Hey, lift up this. He- you want to see me pick up a heavy thing? I do. Let's see that big guy over there. I'm gonna pick him up. Okay. Pick up this bench. I'll pick up this bench. Oh man. Uh, that's all. I don't want to read any more of this, but it is helpful. I think if you want to, if you do want to live this life, you know, don't hurt anyone. That's beautiful. Thank you, Griffin. If Griffin, you want to live this bro deep, life and you want to be like, you know, pin- pinnacle, uh, pinnacle human Ryan Lochte, then this is your chance to do that. If you want to kick it in a room with Dane Cook, Jim Belushi, and Joe Rogan, and what are they talking about in and there? They're talking about uh, woke culture. Probably, sure. probably. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Fucking beat. It's, it's Jim Belushi. Uh, here's what the conversation is. Jim Belushi's like, Hey guys, have I been canceled? I feel like I should have been by now. It's I've got that vibe, but like I don't know if I actually have been or not. Help. Um Which okay, wait, hold on. So I just want to talk about Joe Rogan, Jim Belushi, and Jane Cook for a second. Who do you think? No, no, I have to know. Who is the connecting person there? Right. Who what's right? the like friend the that they all know? Right. Who, you like, can't tell me they all know each other equally, right? Is it yeah, Dane Cook? A better friend. Like, Dane Cook is friends with both of them? Or is it Joe Rogan that's friends with both of them? It's gotta be that, right? They it's were all be. actually, you know what it was? They were all in that Twelve Angry Men remake. Oh, right, right, right. Twelve Angry Bros. Twelve Furious Bros. Twelve yeah. Furious Bros. Yeah. God, Jim Belushi was so fucking funny in that movie. Do you remember when oh, he stabbed so the, he's like, there's no chance anyone else would have that knife. And then he stabbed the knife down, but it, you, you know, it went in, into Dane Cook's hand and he was like, oh, shit. Fucking challenging. Challenging stuff. You know what I think is the most challenging what, comedy? Chad? What? When you say the same shit people have been saying for the last 20 years, fucking yeah. challenging. It's hard when you do that. Cause it's yeah, like, man, you have to so say hard. it in like, you have to say it in like a silly voice. Right. And it's hard to cut. It's really hard to come up with those. And also, we should be careful about um, criticizing people for making the same jokes over and over again. Because we've been doing this show for about 50 years. Yeah, but we make the same stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's over. different. Let's go we to stop making mean jokes, or we try to. Now the only people we're mean to is uh, old straight. Well, every joke has a victim, Travis. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, now that you say it, Griffin, I think it's time to go to the money zone. Yeah.
you got any big summer plans? You going to travel to like Italy or France or maybe? Yeah, I was thinking about doing a sort of Italy, France, Germany, Spain, those the whole circuit. Just getting the big four. The big four, as we call them. Well, Griffin, it's probably a little too late now, but you should start working on Babbel to learn all four of those languages in time for your summer trip. Oh, I know all of the languages to the countries. You do? Know, so. Did you use Babbel to do it? I did, yeah. I, le- I learned Italian, and um, I learned all of them, yeah. Yeah? Well, yeah. I, it actually makes a lot of sense because it only takes 10 minutes to complete a lesson. So you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Mm. Now, other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plan, and their love is real, but they are not. But Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts. All in one room. All sh- it was yeah. the Tower of Babel up in, and that's how they got the name. Yeah, and they weren't allowed out until they solved it. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash mybrother. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash mybrother for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Let's give them something to click about. That's, this new, click about. that's the new song Squarespace commissioned from us for $500,000. And it's, yeah. uh, that's what we have so far. And At first working. they offered $500 and we said, uh, take we that countered and multiply as like it by a, a thousand. As a joke. We were yeah. like, what about, what about half a million? And they were like, yes. And we we're like, holy okay. shit, Squarespace. Yeah. Um, but they, they, I mean, if they have that kind of money to throw around, then you know that they are like the name in making a website for your brand or business or whatever. You can make a beautiful website so easy, engage with your audience, sell anything you want, your products, content anything? that you create. A little, a little cupcake that looks like Alf. Your you paintings of your neighbors. Paintings of your neighbors. Shirts. Add online booking and scheduling to your Squarespace website. Clients can easily see your availability or reschedule if needed, taking the hassle out of coordinating calendars. You could also put a calendar up there that says you have no availability just to flex on all of the haters. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products. They got the tools you need to start selling online. And you can also make videos, pro-level videos, with the Squarespace Video Studio app. It's... So easy, and it's if you do anything else to make a video, you're a numb nuts. Will you please check out Squarespace.com/slash/mybrother for a free trial? With for a free child, for a free child, check out Squarespace.com/slash/mybrother for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code MYBROTHER to save ten percent off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hal Lublin here with breaking news on a revolutionary form of entertainment, professional wrestling. For more, we go to our correspondent, Danielle Radford. Professional wrestling is the craze that's sweeping the nation, featuring fisticuffs and colorful costumes. But who can help us make sense of this world of body slams? Lindsay Kelk has the answer. Sources tell us of an amazing podcast called Tights and Fights, filled with discussions of the absurdity of professional wrestling, plus all the sincerity and hilarity that you could shake a stick at. Listen to the Tights and Fights podcast every week. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. And your old-timey radio. Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just gotta share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast. We're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't. Rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Mr. Question Man. 
Question yeah, me a I'm, question. Yeah, I'd love to ask you a question, Travis. You That's not what I one? said. Fuck, you make this so hard. It doesn't have to be this hard, Travis. I said, question me a question. Whip him up a question right now. You make this so hard. Loving me? Or like the show in general? Where are we at? Are you the victim? Wait, the whole time has oh, Justin been the victim? That's that it. actually makes perfect sense. Hey, brother, so I met this girl that I think is pretty cool. All right. And well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah pretty hey. cool, huh? Pretty yeah, I get it. Well, what's her sense of humor like? I mean, she's rich. Yeah. What? When talking to her one day, you heard me, when I shared her this cute frog picture I saw from Instagram. Now, I love frogs like every other guy, but... Now, what, that's the weirdest sexism I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> like know, every other guy. Like, you know. every dude, I love frogs. Now, whenever I talk to her, she only ever sends posts of frogs. I'm not, like, super obsessed with frogs. So how do I get out of this frog purgatory so I can move on from this frog talk? Thanks, brothers. And that's from Frog Friend Frenzy. Uh, you can start throwing some toads in there. Oh yeah, and then, then oh, and then like a salamander. Yeah, walk it out to other sort of amphibians. Is a salamander amphibian? Uh, I think I wait. What's the one that has it's like amphibian. the frilly neck? Amph- he's a straight up amphibian. Yeah, yeah. Axolotl, I think, is another one that's amphib. Yeah, that's a that's a phibby. They love water. <sighs> Juicy, got any fun the frog facts? Is, oh, you okay. gotta. I don't know. You don't have any frog facts, but I do want to say. The problem is you gotta open up a bit. Yeah. This is the only thing this person knows about there you. There it is. It's I your agree. frog thing. You gotta let him know some other things about you that you care more about. That's and here's the good news. Gotten... It seems like she's well, invested in you in, some, in one way or another, right? She likes talking to you. She was like, this person likes frogs. I'm gonna show them frogs. Everybody's got, like, everybody's had that experience of you have a new, uh, a new relationship you're trying to foment and... Your your the fertilizer that you've chosen for it is like the one you just find one little bit of common ground. And mm-hmm. You're like, this is actually that's oh you you have also seen like you know all of Oz, and you're like that. You, I have to make that my entire life right now for the rest of this conversation. Like all I care about is Oz, or else I'm not getting out of this conversation alive. Like that kind of vibe. And you've just done that with Frog. It's fine. It's so just, fun the way that you see human interactions, Justin. It's so great. Really? How do you mean, Trav? Go on. please. The idea of getting out of a conversation alive, it's just, it's wonderful. Have it you ever died? Hey, Juice, you ever died from a conversation? No, because I'm a fucking professional. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's constantly got his head on a swivel. Exactly. Because I, I keep my shit. I keep my fucking powder dry and my shit tight. Yeah. <laughs> He's got one finger over the eject button at all times. Yeah, I don't right. go into a conversation without an exfil plan, right? Like, of course, it's fine. <sighs> I had a conversation. We had <laughs> there was a very nice gentleman that we met at the casino as we were, or sorry, I guess it's a resort. You know, after the show, we there's a guy who's like. The, the weirdest thing about the show is that it's in a self-contained location. So there's signs of us, like pictures of us, big ones. While you're all like over. eating lunch or like going to the store. Uh, they're using no. the, they put up one of me in the bathroom. They're posters, like our posters. And this fella behind us in line to get coffee is like, hey, you guys are the brothers. And we're like, yeah, that's us. He's like, I didn't go to the show, but I thought about it. I was like, okay. What kind of show is it? We're like, it's kind of a bad advice show. And he was like, oh, okay. And and then like three minutes passed and he came back to us and he was like, I'm sorry, can you just give me an example of the kind of question oh, that you shit. answered? Oh, yeah. Oh, my heart real... is racing right now. I know, right? Travis stepped in and Travis does not have my sort of like hang up. So he's able to just actually talk to people, but- he that he goes in a little hot sometimes, and he said, "Well, like last night we had one where a, a person's partner was drinking too much milk." Uh huh. And he's like, "Okay." Oh, see, Justin, let me tell you what I was thinking in that moment when that was my answer. This person wants an excuse to not listen to our show, right? Like, if we're he all was really we are interested. All- 
We are all, all of us, looking for excuses to not listen to a podcast. Right. The all name the of the time. show is literally plastered all over the place, right? Yeah. So yeah. he wanted to be like, do I care enough about it? So I was like, I'm going to give you the lowest bar I can think of. We had a question about milk. And if you're like, I no, okay, that was all I needed to to bump me off of it, you're welcome. Also, I was very sleepy and I didn't want to talk anymore. So yeah. I thought someone asked us about milk was a good like we can all agree. Well that's well <laughs> that, that sounds terrible. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, okay. I want a munch. Squad. I want a munch. Squad. Ooh, I like that. I want to munch, munch, munch. I want to munch. Munch, 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 munch. Squad. Squad. Thanks, guys. Justin, you can't think where you're going with you on that. It's a, that's my Beach Boys, because it's the summertime, and we got a lot of summer menu offerings. No, like, slam dunk huge announcements, but I do just want to tell you guys what's going on out there. Please. This isn't funny, but okay. Duncan is bringing back the stuffed everything bagel minis. Oh, I do love good. those. Yeah, I fucking love those. They're good. That's I just, just want a you to know that it's good. Okay. We also got brown sugar cream cold brew. It's good. That's hey, Justin, good. when, like, are there just episodes of Munch Squad where you're actually, and you can tell me, because I'm your brother, are you being paid by Duncan? Justin, you being paid by Duncan? I'm just saying it's good. I'm letting you know it's good. Uh-huh, but Justin, Justin. Real quick, check in. Did they send on, you, like, a t-shirt, or? I want to talk about BK real quick. I'm pivoting. BK, this is beginning June 27th, so this should time out actually pretty good. This is hot, hot news for you, the listener. They got uh, some new offerings for the summer. There's current, they, they got uh, the, you ready for this? Yeah. Y- yeah, man. The Southwest Bacon Whopper Jr. It features a flame grill beef patty with avocado spread, crispy bacon, seasoned tortilla strips, American cheese, lettuce, sliced white onions, juicy tomatoes, and creamy spicy sauce on a toasted sesame seed bun. Now that sounds like oh good offering, you know. That's like a, a uh, those flavors seem on trend, you know, as much as on trend. Well, yeah, so adding Southwest stuff to food fast really food hot right fucking now. Love that. Yeah. If you live in like New Mexico and they're like, it's a Southwest burger. Do you think New Mexico is like ugh, again? Give me like a Northeast burger. Um, no. I want a burger with oysters on it. Uh, now, here's the one that's a little bit weirder. The Impossible Southwest Bacon Burger. That features an impossible, flame-grilled impossible patty made from plants with avocado spread, seasoned tortilla spri- strips, American cheese, crispy bacon. Huh. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> huh, a weird cake hey, flip. Guy. Hey, guys. Huh. Hey, you guys doing? Hey, guys. You know what that's for, right? You know what the bacon is, right? You know what, what the bacon is? No, it's from is. bacon. What do you mean? It's ba- oh, no, no. We did a good job. It's bacon. It's just like, bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, tastes, uh, no, guys. it tastes so good. And it's not like beef. No, you're right there. It's not beef. But you can all see. Oh, man. Now yeah, so they're, I just thought that was amazing that they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. You know what they call it? That's for people. Who are looking for flexitarian options? Oh, okay. So oh, like that's not omnivores. Anything. Yeah, people omnivores. who just want to eat whatever kind of hoes in their field of view. So that's a summer offering. They got a bacon, a vegetarian <laughs> bacon. We're <laughs> <laughs> BK. So everybody's just trying stuff. Speaking of just trying stuff, White Castle is welcoming the summer with chicken rings. Chicken. Sorry, Juice, you misspoke. So, chicken rings. The crispy, uniquely shaped chicken rings are made with all white meat chicken and they're sure to leave cravers satisfied while not taking a big bite out of their wallets. If you find yourself craving chicken rings, you should seek help. And don't bite your wallet. No. Here's Jamie. I mean, unless, unless you're like setting a bone in like a wilderness scenario. (laughs) 
and you need to bite down on something, then I, like you've dislocated a shoulder while running away from like the predator, bite down on your wallet so you don't like swallow your tongue. I could That's see important. that. Jamie yeah. Richardson, vice president at White Castle, seems to have conflated the restaurant with some sort of Eldritch text. Let's check in with Jamie. <laughs> a hot and tasty meal at an appetizing price is how we feed the souls of Craver generations Jesus everywhere. Christ. Craver generations? The Craver generation. The souls of Craver generations. The chicken rings are delicious and fun to eat and will help Cravers enjoy a hot summer treat while not breaking the bank. Can you imagine a world where they made chicken rings but they were expensive? <laughs> Why would you do that? Hey, it's me, Jamie from White Castle. Um, so these chicken rings, uh, each ring, individual ring, does cost $20. But the reason is we realized it was easier to simply genetically modify chickens to grow in kind of a slinky a shape. tubular sort and, of tubular shape. Chicken. And that science cost a lot, guys. A lot um, and what? you know, and nowhere do we stop to think if we should. Um, and that one's on us. Uh, but you're going to love you're these gonna hollow love chicken the parts. It's fine. White Castle is going, all, this is still Jamie, who's like, they were out of the office, and Jamie's like, wait, I thought of something else to say. Come back. White, White Castle is going all out this summer to deliver quality meals at a great price point. The pairing of three favorites, chicken rings, bacon, and Hidden Valley Original Ranch. Yeah, sure. yeah, dude. Is a tasty treat that will satisfy cravings throughout the season. That's right. They're putting the chicken rings on tiny sandwiches. Yeah, dude. Because they're White Castle and they fuck. I was going to say they don't fuck around, but they only fuck around. Here at White Castle, we believe that fast food can't exist without a victim. So welcome. <laughs> the job of fast food is to offend. Fast food cannot exist without a victim. <laughs> hey, get there and get these offerings. You've earned it. And hey, speaking of other things you've earned. You've earned this show by listening to it, by trading us the time for it. And we thank you so much for that, for for being here and and enjoying the show with us and having some fun and laughs and never punching up or down, just punching wildly around. Sometimes like we don't even punch. Sometimes <laughs> we're just feeling uh, like that little boy from Secret Garden that like lays in the bed all the time. And we're like, Papa, bring me some tea. I don't feel like punching today. That's a sweet... Sweet thought. I do think if we tried pretty hard, we could like enumerate a list of people we did punch at today. Begin beginning with Bean himself. Uh, but also I believe some things were said about Dan Cook's character that he would not enjoy so much. Um, who else? Who else really got? Who else did we really fucking razz this time? Uh, we we gave that nice boy Ricky Gervais a hard right. time. Thank you to Montaigne for the use of our theme song. My life is better with you. Uh, great times, great oldies. It's a new. <laughs> it is a new song. And thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Go to maximumfun.org. You goof. Check out all the great shows they have on there. Dial uh, pre-orders. Pre-orders are open for the Taz Eleventh Hour uh, uh, graphic novel. You can go uh, to theadventurezonecomic.com to pre-order now. That comes out February 21st. And like we mentioned earlier, we got stops coming up for the 20 Rendezvous Fancy Takes Flight Tour. You can get all those tickets at bit.ly slash Tours. Uh, our next stops are Salt Lake City, Portland, then San Diego, uh, and then the next tour after that is Washington, D.C., Detroit, and Cincinnati. Mask and proof of full vaccination or negative COVID tests within 72 hour of event start is required. Get those tickets at bit.ly slash McElroy Tours. Uh, you've only got a few days left to grab, uh, you know, we, the merch. I mean, it will still be there the merch at the merch store, but you only have a few days left for 10% of all merch proceeds to go to Fairness WV, which is a statewide civil rights advocacy organization dedicated to fair treatment and civil rights for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender West Virginians. All of that at macroymerch.com. Hey, quick programming note. We talked about it on Wonderful this week, but Rachel and I are going to be moving uh, at the end of July to Washington, D.C. Our Yeah. Huh? Yeah, we're moving on up to D.C. Uh, but I just bought a house in Austin. Uh, well, good news for you. You can sell it for a billion dollars. Yay. Um, and yeah, we. I only mention that because we're probably going to be running a couple of live shows in a row toward the end of July to sort of cover us as we 
relocate cross country. But uh, yeah, just quick programming note for you. And, and now you're in. Now you're. Uh, now you're a part of it. The fan. The the moment. The movement. The Griffin McElroy ARG. Yeah. Uh, Griff, I would love to hear your. Uh, I did. I started this episode doing really Rowan Atkinson it. by about for about fifteen minutes. So can so I get? Just, can I get a pack? Can I get? You want to give me one? Clothes? I'll oh. do one. Yeah, Trav. Can you do? Um, uh, you Dane. Dax Shepard is Dax stung Shepard. by a bunch by a bunch of bees. Yeah, Dax Shepard in okay. Man vs. Bee. Okay. Oh man, I hate this bee. Oh god. Oh, oh, oh my eyeball. Oh God! Everything's flashing before me. Nah, that, that uh, was a mistake. Is a mistake. Yeah, okay, give me a different one. Give me a different one. Nah, you I got had your shit. for you, bud. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.